0: My name is Derek and my name is Will. And this is Leveled Head Podcast. Suspicious death of a central Fresno man has now been deemed a suicide. 51-year-old John Lang was found barricaded inside his burning home with stab wounds back in January. He later died at a hospital. Investigators called his death suspicious because it appeared someone intentionally set the fire at the Van Ness home. The coroner later determined the wounds were self-inflicted. Prior to his death, Lang gained
1: social media attention by posting that he feared Fresno police were trying to kill him.
0: Hello and welcome to Leveled Heads. And uh, today's uh, podcast is going to be about John Lang, a Central Valley man that was uh, mysteriously murdered for, from my opinion, doing the right thing. Yeah,
1: I think you're right on that, D. He So a little bit about John Lang, uh, this guy, ex-Marine. He figured out Fresno Police was running um, like a license plate scam. And he figured that, I think he figured F- it out because he, he actually got a ticket. Yeah, didn't he get a ticket? He got he was a like, ticket. This ain't right. So he started kind of questioning it, and uh, so what he found was that the Fresno PD would kind of hang out and, um, you know, areas that were, uh, so like not middle class, maybe lower Lower, lower middle class, and they'd uh, scan license plates in the parking lots, and then they'd hang out and wait for these people to leave, and then uh, cite them for infractions um, that they already knew were occurring so I guess it's like kind of like entrapment just kind of a shady way to to bust people to meet their quotas so John Lang figured out they're doing this and um so he kind of became an activist based on these practices
0: yeah and then what he started uh writing letters and stuff to the Fresno Bee kind of trying to get the word out that these guys these cops were kind of doing some shady shit, kind of, yeah, some entrapment and kind of getting people and kind of distorting the money. And you didn't think it was right. So I think how the Fresno PD figured out how uh, they, he, John Lang was catching on to him, there was a mole in the Fresno B. Who was that man's name?
1: Well, or so if anyone wants to check it out i think the website's still up uh, jodymurray.com that's uh, jodymurra ycom and so yeah so john was um he was getting in touch you know via emails or maybe just some posts on the Fresno b website and the person he was corresponding with or the uh the site he was corresponding with was kind of just funneling that information back to the Fresno PD. And so they were able to find out because of course, when John did this, he did it under a, you know, a username username. and they were able to track his IP address and get his information (laughs) that way. So they found out who he was. And I think that's when the harassment kind of started. Um, I think they deemed this guy a troublemaker. So they started uh, kind of screwing with them.
0: Yeah, what kind of how he figured it out? Wasn't he? Uh, was he selling a jet boat or? I think he was selling a jet ski. On uh, yeah, jet ski. Yeah, on a, Craigslist on Craigslist or something. Or something. And what was it? He kind of recognized one of the guys that was.
1: Yeah, well, three guys showed up. Uh, so they made an appointment to come check it out, and a few guys showed up. And he said that um one of the guys, just based on his mannerisms was not he assumed that he was law enforcement, okay now that was just an assumption um and then the other another guy who was there, he figured that guy to be Jody Murray, the Fresno oh Fresno guy the Fresno b the writer, and then there was a third guy he said he was just kind of like this heavy set guy he didn't really go into too much detail regarding him, but the uh, the guy who he assumed was law enforcement and then Jody Murray, he definitely thought that was kind of suspect. So he figured these guys were just checking him out. Um, so from there, um, John kept, uh, he got posting videos on YouTube. Um, like I said, he, he created the JodyMurray.com website. And so... Um, in a sense, he was a, a whistleblower. He was an activist whistleblower. So like pretty much anything that would happen to him regarding the harassment, he would post about that online and he'd talk about it openly. And just to get the word out that, uh, that he was being harassed and being screwed with by a president of police, I believe at one point, He even thought that they might be trying to plant, um, some evidence that he might be doing, uh, having something to do with child pornography. Yeah, some pedo stuff. So he was catching on to this stuff and, um, basically just trying to do everything he could to keep his own name clear while also calling these, uh, practices out, um, you know to to get the word out to get some truth out regarding um what they were doing he took a lot of videos there were videos of uh guys kind of posted out in front of his house um like a group of officers yeah like just a
0: group you know and then went they kind of drive by slowly in their uh police cruisers cruising by and then didn't they like stage some you know what some arrests in front of his house and you know they all show up and then just stand around and then i think also you can find even on youtube there's a video that he caught a what a black van was
1: cruising a, a carpet cleaning business yeah i think they... it was
0: yeah but you can clearly see that the the Door in the back was kind of cracked open. You could see, like, what was it, an infrared camera or...
1: Yeah. Somebody filming him or something. Yeah, you can actually still find that that video or that picture online. Um, just simply search this guy's name. And there's a lot of information. Um, so, what's pretty wild, you know, I'm pretty familiar with that area where he lived in Fresno. And that um the street that he lived on it was it's a pretty like that area is kind of a smaller community a lot of people know each other um so he would uh he would definitely notice that there was strange events occurring around there you know and it's already a strange place anyway <laughs> Fresno yeah yeah but you know stuff out of the ordinary um So, and this is, so stuff started happening and um, once he realized that they were messing with them, he went out and invested in a, in a Pelco security system. I don't know if you're that familiar with Pelco security systems, but like a guy, a guy, it's not a ring doorbell. It's, it's a really expensive high tech security system that a lot of people use commercially. And he used this uh, system on a residence. So that kind of says something right there, too. I'm not saying that the average Joe can't go out and put it... If I could afford it, I'd want a Pelco system. Yeah. Um, but he did it because he really wanted to be able to... Uh,
0: to Have proof that the Fresno PD was harassing him,
1: or somebody was harassing him. That somebody was harassing him. Um, yeah. So, John is, um, he is becoming very aware that Fresno PD is having a beef with him. And at this point, he kept going with his activism because he's just doing what I believe any, any normal citizen would do uh, when they're kind of being pushed around mm-hmm. and that's yeah. not take it. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. He should be able to you know, to have his voice and not feel like the people yeah, are supposed to silence you know protecting him, you know ha- are gonna have the upper hand and yeah, yeah. And silence him. So so John kept up with his activism. Um but I think at some point he became uh increasingly more par- Ooh, yeah, parano- paranoid. Yeah, kind of frantic. A little frantic. Um his posts were becoming a little more frantic. So, and all the while, he's, he's kind of being ignored. I mean, his social media presence, I actually remember his social media presence before, um, before his death. And uh, it was when I was still on Facebook. I, I had joined this group, this community group, and every once in a while, I'd see posts from John. And I never knew him personally, uh, but like I said, I was really familiar with that area. And I'd see his posts, and, you know, my, my initial thought was, you know, what's going on with this guy? Yeah, like, why is he saying is this all guy this crazy getting, stuff? Yeah, is this guy getting screwed with? And... Um, when I when I first started seeing the post, it was probably just a couple weeks before his death. So I remember reading one that said something like, um, you know, that the Fresno police were gonna kill him. Um, he had posted something about, you know, if any registered gun owners wanna come stay with him, he was getting scared. So now this guy's getting he's getting pretty worried and pretty scared they besides the the gang stalking so they gang stalked him they were surveilling him they were actually planning um planting felons around or, him. around him yeah um he according to him they moved a guy into the house next door who was a convicted uh pedophile so oh so they were going to try to try and connect, connect him with with this, this guy. guy yeah use this guy kind of as a man that's some twist as a patsy yeah um so yeah this kept occurring and you know i'll give it to john because every step of the way he was kind of he was on to their their games that they're playing He was
0: a pretty big thorn in their side
1: he he knew he was a thorn in their side but he was trying to stay a step ahead because he knew something was coming down the pike And, I mean, what a position to be in. I wouldn't want to be in that position.
0: Well, imagine, you know, you have a full... Well, basically, because cops have the whole law system on their side, so, you know... And they have the the manpower and the capability to cover up any crime they
1: want. And they're not going to be questioned about it. Absolutely, D. And... You know, considering uh, who we're talking about here, they don't really have you know the best uh, the best record when it comes to being you know upstanding and yeah. upholding the law.
0: Well, shoot, didn't it, was, it,
1: was it three four years ago? Was it one of the ch-
0: lieutenants or sh- chiefs that got popped running? Uh, he was like a pimp and Dylan. Doing drugs or something with something about that i think that that
1: was uh was that foster yes vince vince foster i think that was his name
0: yeah he got yeah shoot we can check it real
1: you're checking it real quick yeah i'm pretty sure that was his name um yeah and he got he got popped doing something dirty yes yes so yeah, they don't have the greatest track record, you know. I'm not saying that all Fresno PD are, are bad, <laughs> dirty, but but I mean, come on, it's Fresno. <laughs> 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 yeah, I hate to break it to you guys, but Fresno, right? Mm. So, um, so yeah, so John, you know, he, he tried to. The sad part is he tried to to just have a voice in this you know when he reached out to the to the bee the fresno bee for anyone who's not familiar that's kind of like the that's a fresno newspaper it's kind of like the main main paper here in our neck of the woods so and this guy just totally just turned around and uh, and kind of screwed him over by just feeding this information back to the the people he was talking about so it, it was just making it harder and harder for John to have a voice in this. Um seeing people sneaking around his house, seeing people in vacant lots, yeah, the the chase of the guy on the bike yeah. and you know, and basically just um having all this uh activity but, you know, right around right around his house, right around his yeah, area. But I'm wondering, what was their
0: game? Were they like thinking, you know, was he gonna you know, wig out and just leave him alone? I mean, what was the point of doing all that stuff knowing that they were just going to end up whacking the guy?
1: Well. I don't know
0: what what was, I don't see how that threat was, they were just kind of trying to wear him down at
1: first. Well, I think at first they just wanted to shut him up. Just shut him up. Just shut him up. Don't have an online presence. Don't talk bad about us. Just keep your mouth shut. We're not doing anything wrong. And just, quit your okay, pissing and yeah. moaning. Well, when he didn't do that, they're, when he kept were going, just, then he, I think that uh, they were just like, you know no what? what? Screw this guy. Screw this guy. We're going to teach him a lesson. Yeah. Um. And so it just kind of escalated from there. Um. John, he posted a lot of stuff on online, you know, whether it had been YouTube or, uh, or Facebook, he actually did, um, end up filing, uh, a police harassment complaint with the, with the internal affairs department. And, um, you know, all that did was it made their harassment and intimidation even more. And they okay. Now that
0: makes a little bit more sense.
1: Yeah, they continue to do that until he was ultimately silenced for good. Um, Yeah, like we're saying, you know, Fresno PD, they kind of have a history of, uh, you know, corruption. Yeah. Misconduct, violence. They're it's it's kind of like the wild west out there a little bit. Yeah. Um. So a little bit about the history of, uh, of that, um, you know, Fresno police chiefs, they routinely scheme with vice Lords, uh, these payoffs to buy vineyards and ranches, you know, uh, like probably up in the North of town. So Madera Merced area, um, one of their chiefs actually landed in, fr- in a federal prison for tax evasion. And, oh, no uh, kidding? Yeah. And Which another, chief was that? Uh, I don't have a name here, um, but another chief retired after marrying the town's biggest madam. Oh, no kidding? Yeah. And then uh, in the 80s, um, Jerry Dyer, who I believe is the, the chief right now. No, he's the mayor now. He uh, was the chief for okay. a while. So, yeah. He was accused of raping a teenage girl when he was a, a police officer. With, now, with the police department,
0: how does he keep a job and then has that r- higher rank?
1: He actually Is, got promoted, promoted afterwards to sergeant. Um, there's been in the last probably ten years, there's been about two hundred lawsuits filed against uh, Fresno PD for excessive force, and uh, yeah, almost half of them were dismissed um so yeah from for about seven years they openly harassed and intimidated john lang you know for speaking out about a license plate scam i mean i mean out of all things guys are sensitive
0: um and they're running out of money
1: yeah uh so or they needed. oh it was uh keith foster he peddled uh, heroin and pot. I knew something about drugs. Yeah. I knew something. So he got in big trouble. He was sentenced to 48 months in prison. Oh, that poor guy. Yeah, 48
0: But, months. you know, while there's guys in jail for fucking weed for 20, 25 years.
1: Um, there's another Fresno
0: you know, cop. Before you say that, but shouldn't these cops be even have more of a sentence and get in bigger trouble because they're supposed to be they're holding the law you know
1: it, it's like a it's like a club man they're it all is. protected it's they're like a gang uh, this guy William Wyatt he got probation too over prison time for raping raping a lady who was unconscious yeah another Did guy this? another guy a seven-year-old um, accused him of molesting her and nothing ever happened dude's still walking free you know
0: how are we supposed to do the- how are we supposed to trust these guys? And they're supposed to be the law.
1: So then they get a guy like John Lang's groom mm-hmm. with them. And they and don't like it. It's probably fun for them to screw with this guy back. Yeah, they got nothing else to do, you know? Why would you go
0: and fucking get the fucking gangbangers and shit that are actually tearing up the community? No, let's let's go harass...
1: This ex-Marine. The,
0: this ex-Marine that's
1: fucking fought for our country. And let's go fuck this guy up. Yeah, which is what they did. Uh the the gang stalking videos on youtube those are just eerie to watch cause, it is man could you imagine you you know you're up late at night and these motherfuckers are creeping around out your front house. and they're just all dude standing there staring at your house pointing at your house talking laughing around and for hours they'll yeah. just be out there for like you can't even leave your house like it, that would scare the shit yeah, out of cause, me. Yeah, because you know, and if you did leave the house and you walked up
0: towards them, they just start beating the shit out of you or something, and then you know, write it off that you were going to attack them or some. Right, shit. they saw
1: you with a weapon. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. So, so back to the back to John here. Um, so yeah, they they harassed him for a long time, for a long time. I think at some point, he he did, like, just short of apologizing, he didn't want any more of it. I think he was just done and, like, leave me alone. And, no, they already had their sights set on this guy. And so there was no getting out from under that. Um, so, yeah, he called these guys out over the scam um, then they just harassed and intimidated him on a on a regular basis for seven years. Um he documented it on Twitter, but uh people, you know, and it's Twitter, so John's mistake, like don't ever go to Twitter for anyone's Actually, advice or because they just all any social media called yeah, they just called him crazy and said he's delusional. You know, and and if this guy's got a presence on social media, of course, like, these cops are going to go on there. Yeah. And they're just going to keep stirring it up and just mess with them even more. Exactly.
0: It's, well, we want to get in, basically, you want to get into how, uh, how he's supposed to, quote, unquote, suicided himself?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, so, so what was the date here? It's, it's, I got. Was it sixteen?
0: Yeah, I got. Well, it had been happened in January of sixteen.
1: Yeah. So, uh, or was it? No, I think it was. Oh, January. Yeah, yeah. January twentieth, two thousand sixteen. Yeah. So. so you, go ahead, D. Okay, so, you know, what
0: they're saying at first, you know, they fire department showed up. You know, found found John stabbed. House was on fire. You know, the house was barricaded. All that stuff. And they, so they kind of went off of that story, but and then they had an investigator come out. And he and he was like, "Man, some don't quite add up." You know, he here I got like a little report what the guy was saying. You know, he was he's all yeah. Walked in, found some unknown flammable product probably something whackers. so then he went in went into the living room saw where the fire originated from and it looked like it was kind of piled up like he somebody piled up like a little wood pile to put that stuff in and then then also he noticed that his front door was cut into and then Then he started looking around some more. The house was kind of a mess. Started seeing like on some of the, like a mattress had some small amounts of blood in it.
1: This is what the investigator is saying? This is what the
0: investigator himself is saying. And I'm getting it right off of the news website. Okay. And um, what else? He also saw that, yeah, the front door was cut open. There was floor, or small amounts of blood all over the kitchen floor. So, yeah, the, the, saw that the door in the kitchen had been secured, secured with two by four pieces of wood, and like, and then has, and then noticed that you know the fire the fire department had prior, or you know, pried that open when quote unquote they got it out. But so basically, the guy, and then also the detective noticed that you know he had the surveillance equipment and trying to figure out, you know, if he can get those things to work and realize, you know, they were functioning the day prior to his death and all that stuff. So, that's what they went at at first, and then, I guess, a couple, couple months later, they just rolled it that he killed himself.
1: And so, his place was on fire. He had been stabbed multiple times. At first, their their initial ruling was suspicious. I mean, yeah, because
0: if I remember right, I saw a video of I don't know what officer it was, and they talked about how he was stabbing in the back. I think I, I, I think I, uh, and I, I can't find that video. I'm trying to I try to find that video to verify
1: that. So don't take that as word. So. Yeah, everything leading up to uh, his death was him, (laughs) I mean, getting video documentation of him being harassed, filed complaints, you know, he had proof of this harassment, Um, there was motive for the harassment, and it would just fall on deaf ears, and instead of it stopping, it would just ramp up and he become more and more harassed until ultimately he was found in his house dying because he died at the hospital. So he's in his house dying of, you know, puncture wounds and smoke inhalation. Now they're saying that he did this all to himself and his really expensive state of the art Pelco surveillance system was malfunctioning. Uh huh. Everything was malfunctioning. Um, Before he died, he actually wrote an open letter to the U.S. Department of Justice and the FBI. Oh, no kidding? Yeah, and in the letter, he says, uh, I'm fairly certain that Fresno law enforcement is trying to set me up on some type of a charge related to child pornography. I've been trying to figure out why they would send child molester George Adams Ramirez my way when I was renting the property next to me for... Don Green. Also, I was at a loss as to how Fresno Law Enforcement was able to turn so many people against me so quickly. The only thing that makes sense coupled with George Ramirez's situation is if Fresno Law Enforcement told these folks I was a child porn suspect. Imagine a police officer dressed in his official uniform pulling up in a police cruiser. Imagine the same police officer or detective telling a group of co-workers of the accused For other folks, that said person is a bad guy who is under investigation for the crimes of child pornography, and cops would like their help in putting a really bad guy away. This would be a no-brainer for most reasonable people. There is no more heinous, hideous, and inhumane crime than that of a child porn person. This crime evokes more human emotion than any other, and it is to that effect that Fresno law enforcement uses to suit their purpose in my situation. It's Fresno Law Enforcement's weapon of mass destruction. This would also explain why the FBI shows little interest in my pleas for help. There has long been a, a belief in law enforcement circles that if someone is guilty of something, then helping that process alone by fabricating evidence is completely acceptable. This rationale can provide a loophole for truth and justice to be ignored when an innocent person is charged or suspected of crimes, as it was with my situation, as it is with my situation. Let this example serve as a warning to all my activist and blogger friends. We are by no means free. If and when the government targets us, we are completely and utterly done, and there is really nothing we can do about it. Through my example, the government is trying to drive home the point that they want obedient, submissive, and loyal subjects, and they will settle for nothing less. I'm also fairly certain I figured out how Fresno law enforcement handled the actual access and internet distribution of the offensive material. Let's just say that the feds should reinvestigate all child porn cases in Fresno where AT&T internet services provided the internet service, especially cases where the accused had a conflict with the city of Fresno or high-ranking city of Fresno personnel. Other elements are simply handled by planting various elements of false evidence here and there once they enter a residence. That is why Fresno Law Enforcement was so determined to get a search warrant for an official home entry in my case. As I've mentioned in the past, Fresno Law Enforcement had already illegally and secretly entered my home, copied my hard drives in order to get a good game plan for the eventual false arrest. There also appears to be a pattern here. Anyone who has ever talked publicly about Accused or discussed, Jerry Dyer's supposed sex scandal with that 16-year-old girl has found themselves in some type of legal peril within a few short years. And with this letter, I have for certain signed my death warrant with Fresno Law Enforcement. Kind regards, John Lang. Damn. Damn. Damn.
0: And I tell you what, if that don't give you goosebumps, right? Right at the very end. That is scary, man. how do they not have already at least looked into this?
1: Corruption and power. I mean, that's the only thing I can think, man.
0: Man. Then who else is in cahoots with the Fresno PD? Yeah, well, it probably just goes up and up and up. It just keeps on going.
1: Yeah, I mean, and I don't know. Fresno... PD, don't they get like a lot of the newer tactical stuff that, like, that comes out for Do law they? enforcement? I believe so. Well, I mean,
0: I mean that that whole town up there is just—it's
1: the Wild West. It, it's wild up there. It is the Wild West. Yeah, they've got a lot of problems, and so they don't need little guys like John Lang stirring the pot Cause, for them.
0: yeah, that's a big money maker up there. For yeah,
1: that. they don't want him messing with their money. That is, uh a—that's some wild stuff, man. Well, um, geez, D. I think that's about all we got on the John Lang um, case. Uh, rest in peace, John. Um, and good on you for doing what you're trying to do. You know, that's it's scary, but we cannot be submissive. Just, to, just let
0: this thing, let this be okay.
1: Right. Yeah, because it's not okay. It's not okay. You know, we're supposed to be, you know, free people and free to move about and free to have, you know, our uh, our opinions and our voices heard. And our voices heard. And when that's when that's stifled or taken away by force or by coercion, subversion, that's a big problem. That's a big, big problem.
0: That's a big problem for government.
1: Yes it is.
0: Well, fuck, who else was? Yeah.
1: I mean, we can, we can probably. I mean, kind of go off on this. Kind of go off on this a little bit. You know, you got the the Clinton kill list.
0: Yeah, you know that the whole boys on the track situation.
1: The boys on the track situation. Get into that a little bit, D. That's a pretty wild but, story.
0: So you know, I haven't heard about. The first time I heard this story was, I don't know, a couple months ago. And so they were, so these two boys, they were out hunting, I, I don't know, probably deer or something. It was in, somewhere in Arkansas. And they were out hunting and I think they they came across, I think it was, uh, well, let me backtrack here a little bit. Let me go on the, the evil side. So, these boys coke runners they uh they had a drop off out in the forest in arkansas and uh they noticed one of their drops was was missing so they're like well you know who the hell who who went out and stole our stash and our and our money so they're like well we got to figure it out let's do a stake out let's find these bastards so these guys are running drugs yeah they're running drugs and apparently, somehow they have ties to old Mister Clinton himself. That's what the st- how the story's supposed to go. So, they're staking out, and these poor kids. I th- there was actually three, if I stand corrected, that was there that night. There one was of,
1: there was a total of three, but only one, two of them. Well, ended they, up.
0: they both, three of them both died, but the third one died separately, like a couple days later at like a gas at station a store. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, these kids, you know, just being, you know, probably 18-year-old kids running around doing some hunting, you know, doing normal things, they come across these, these drug guys, these drug guys caught them, started beating them up, and I think, what, they just started flogging and just basically beat them to death, and, um... I guess the, the the higher up said, "Well, we don't need no uh, what witnesses." Well, the story no. that we heard yeah, was I'm kind the of guy butchering it up a little that uh, this guy who wrestler was wrestler guy,
1: yeah, this wrestler, this old wrestler, he uh, he was kind of like the muscle, and they made a call directly to, to the Clintons, yeah, and I believe it was uh, Hillary herself who said, "Leave no witnesses behind." And so they, uh, yeah, they beat these kids to death.
0: Threw them on the tracks.
1: Threw them on the tracks. Mm -hmm. Let a train run them over. And, uh, and then the story came out that they just were too high on marijuana. Too high on marijuana. Fell asleep on the train tracks. Too
0: stoned to hear a freaking freight train coming. Give me a break. That's a load.
1: Yeah. Yeah,
0: sorry for kind of butchering that story. No,
1: no, that was good. That was good. Um yeah that's just that's too much man and then, um, I don't know. it well, seems like a lot of people kind of kind of well, meet their meet their maker when they um when they speak the, out yeah, you know, when they speak out or run across something they shouldn't have um who so there was a guy who worked for i think he worked for the the Clinton campaign, I think it was for Hillary. Uh, Seth what was his name Seth Rich Seth Rich and then oh. they found him uh, dead from a gunshot yeah, well, wound said he was robbed but he still had all his his you know, stuff yeah
0: probably well didn't he leave that campaign saying he wasn't down with all yeah all cause he stuff? figured
1: he figured some stuff out so he had to go man and that's in, what they do that's what they do. They'll just kill you. That's the that's the kind of time we're living in these days where if you speak out or if you see something, if you're a whistleblower, you speak out, you're instantly in danger. Instantly, yeah. you your life is in danger. Possibly your families and those around you become in danger. Um, these people have all this, you know, I don't even want to call it power because it's just made up anyway. Yeah. You know, they're, the only ones that are the, powerful you know to is themselves and these other people who think that they have some power.
0: It all goes back to some green and very, yeah, just very deep pockets and they can buy these freaking hitmen, just go out and do it because they've got no mores too and they want some
1: freaking cash. You know, we call we call these people, you know, elites and we call them people of power and, you know, they're like, I don't even like to get them the satisfac- give them the satisfaction, give them the satisfaction of them having any type of like status yeah. of of power or elitism. Like, dude, they're, to
0: me, they're like freaking a cis on our society. The cancer. The cancer. They're the cancer of us. And they love to freaking just feed off of us until we just drop.
1: It's multi-generational, too.
0: Yeah, I don't get where they get off where, you know, they think they're all, like, special breed humans and weird stuff like that. They think they're the, I don't know, the cat's cats
1: meow of all of us. John McAfee just got whacked. That's right. (laughs) Whacked. Whacked. The, I think yet. yeah before he before he hung himself and Quotation air, air quotations on that in uh, in prison he didn't he get a tattoo that said whacked was it whacked or something like I think it was whacked but he knew that he was gonna get uh, Epstein he, he he called had a it feeling, huh he called it yeah because they had been screwing with him for a long time and all because. He, you know, he became up in with these so-called power players. And so he got to kind of learn some of their, uh, the ins and outs of how they do things. And he spoke out against it. And, you know, then he ends up dead. Um, it's what happens to a lot of these people, you know, they get, they get in bed with these people then they find out what's going on, and they don't like it, and then they say something about it, and next thing you know...
0: Bam, boom, bang. Done.
1: They're done. They're canceled. For good.
0: Their lives were murdered. They murdered their lives. They murdered their, <laughs> their lives. <life. laughs> I don't want to lighten it up Yeah, It's very serious, because, man...
1: It's sad, it's, it's sad. It's
0: sad, you know, you can't even speak out against the wrong, and they, you just get silenced. And then they, you know, they throw that, they were kooky, they were not right in the head, they were, what, dangerous to our democracy, or all that load of crap.
1: Made up, made up just words, and, you know, unfortunately for most people, they they buy that shit, and they get scared by it, you know. Yeah. that's That's... The subversion I was talking about, and they love control. They love to have some control. I mean,
0: I tell you what, they've done a, I think they've done a pretty good job at, you know, presenting themselves with the public, and I guess what, give the false idea that they're on their side, and holding it up like they're really out for our good, so, you know, if anybody goes against the grain with them, they'd be like, people, you know us, yeah, we're, we're help, your friends. We're the we're, good guys. We're, we're the good guys. You know, we're we're helping your community, be shittier.
1: Oh yeah, I look uh, at I look at our community yeah, here, and it looks know? like it's just and, uh, and pe- healthy and thriving.
0: I think is that people have that illusion, like these guys are really out there, and you know, it's just anybody that's going against them, they're 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 the bad ones. And they played. They've gotten us pretty brainwashed at thinking, you know, these guys, the politicians, they're actually the good ones, and they're not. Well, I mean, I guess there could be maybe some.
1: I remember before this whole uh woke b s you know people kind of like who th- probably think along the lines of you and I, they would you know feel like they were like a little more awake, you know, a little more like aware just aware of aware of kind of what's going, yeah, you know, doing some critical thinking and uh using their own sense of what's right or wrong and then that that idea of being awake got hijacked and got turned into woke and then that yeah. became this movement and so you see what they're they're trying to use subversion even even with words you know with words like feeling like you're awake to the bs or you know you're aware and then next thing you know, they're like, "Oh, we're woke. We're, 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 we're woke. woke. We're woke. We're And it's like little kids. It's like, oh man, it just the uh, you know the uh, politicians I, or the government, whatever, whatever you want to call them. They're like kids on a playground, and they're just like the the games that they play, and. You know, the the shit they say just to get control and a response out of everyone else to me is the same thing as a little kid just being an asshole to another little kid. Yeah. And trying to make him cry Mm -hmm. to make, you know, from just being being a kid, you know. And I think even little kids, they know better than what these people do.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. um, Damn it. I had a thought for a second it was gosh darn it um, talk, Oh yeah, talking about all that woke stuff and you know talking about these kids that you know walk around you know we're woke of the idea that there's some com- you know corruption and stuff like that but these are the kids that are buying into all their uh, propaganda and stuff from these these politicians you know they got them where they think socialism and capitalism or uh, communism is a good thing and you know and these kids don't you know trying to say this correctly here they got these kids thinking they don't like they don't have a choice no trying to say this so they got them so these kids thinking you know a whole you know fascism is bad and and you know government's really corrupt we want we need socialism and and stuff like that we need to bring the people into the power these people don't realize you know yeah that's a great concept on paper but the the god damn it can you pause go ahead d no you got it man okay so i'm trying to get my point across here so Ugh, I'm Going blank. I All right, the, I'm, I hate the. Well, but, just
1: but, just so just so we know what you're trying to say here. So instead instead of so there'll be like you know against fascism, which is that's fine, and then there'll be anti-government as well, and so but, they'll the, think the rhetoric of socialism is a better alternative to those things. Okay, so i um, what I'm trying to get at.
0: Is they got these kids? Can you can you cut it for a second? No, nope. we, we gotta keep We're going. We gotta off.
1: keep going. No, I don't know why no I'm cutting. Cutting.
0: I'm having a hard time.
1: It's all right. It's all right. Well, let's move on. We'll come so, back to it. So
0: no, nah, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. So I I explained this. I talked about this a while. So yeah, let's move on. Let me, all right, I'll, we'll move on and come back to it.
1: <laughs> um. Man, I was I was trying to listen to you so I can kind of get on the same page. But so
0: basically, what I was trying to get at is, they got where. Well, now, are you
1: talking about like how kids are being taught in school today?
0: That on social media, that you know, that the idea of you know having, you know, I guess giving all their rights and power to. the the blob or the The, the government the government basically that they won't be corrupt and they're gonna treat us correctly right okay but and then at the same breath they're cussing all the people in power and cussing all the billionaires saying that they're evil but we want a government to control and regulate all of our things, you know. We need to be equal on this and equal on that, and they don't realize. So, basically, you don't trust these people, but you want them to roll to have a rule of your whole life.
1: So, they want like a nice government,
0: they want a nice government or something. Okay, basically.
1: I mean, no, honestly, D, that's a that's a good breakdown. I think I know what you're trying to say. That's a good breakdown because what what I think you're trying to say is it's they're creating kind of like this uh, like uh, this dichotomy in people to the, where they they, they want it a certain way, but they'll take uh, giving up you know yeah. control and freedoms mm-hmm. to get that certain way.
0: Right. But then they cuss the people that are. Do you think Bezos and that fucking Elon Musk, if we have a, a social society, you think they're going to just give their power and their money away so they can live in this system? They're going to be the ones that are going to rule it.
1: Right. So it would be just straight up communism.
0: Straight up communism. These kids don't understand that.
1: The way that things are being taught, like today, as opposed to, you know, like in the 80s when we we're in the middle of the Cold War. It's very different, but you know, man, it's, it sucks and it's fucked up to, to wrap your head around, but they do this shit on purpose.
0: Do what? Getting these kids all riled up on a,
1: getting, yeah, getting the, a younger generation, like feeling confused and unsure of, of how to think and how to, uh you know, how to view certain things. And so then they end up just kind of following yeah. the herd. Yeah. Whichever direction the herd goes, they just kind of go that way because it's safe. It's easy. For them, it's safety in numbers. Yes. You know, so being being on the fringe of that and and kind of, uh, like, talking about the stuff we're talking about, we're going to come off sounding like we're the crackpots.
0: Yeah, what? what yeah, like, so why but, can't
1: we just go with what everyone else is doing it's fine everyone's fine everyone's safe like
0: yeah, you know everybody's got a house everybody has food in their bellies yeah well when they
1: that when that day comes if they show up and they tell you to either stay in your house and lock your doors and you're not allowed to come out that day or they tell you come on out you're gonna get into this vehicle you're going to get on this train. Uh-huh. You're going to get on this plane. You're going to go you're where gonna they tell you. are going to work there. Yeah. You're going
0: to keep your freaking mouth shut and deal with it.
1: Or you're, you're going to notice you can't live in this area anymore. Uh-huh. you got to come live over here now.
0: That ain't a way of living. That, and that's exactly
1: what they'd be doing. Well, pretty soon it's going to be that vehicle you drive, you can't drive it anymore. Uh-huh. That's almost about to happen to uh-huh. you with your truck.
0: Yeah. Saying it's it's damaging to the environment.
1: So they just start, they take away and take away. And yeah, like you're saying, you know, the, the kids are being taught. to just follow the herd and go with the, stay in the safety of numbers. And so when they, so then, you know, they're, they start growing up with these ideas that, you know, like they're going to be looking at combustible engines as bad. You know, that's yeah. bad. That's bad for the environment. You know, we don't want to contribute to climate change, and, and so they're just gonna go. So they're they wouldn't even think about having something like that. So, like classic cars, they're not gonna be cool to them. They're gonna be like destroyers. So yeah. you know, anything that was classic or anything that they deem unnecessary do for the climate for the environment, that's all just gonna be. It'll be like. <laughs> Uh, the statue's getting toppled, you know? Yeah. Like, we have to, not only are we not gonna get it, but we have to destroy it now. We have mm. to crush it, we have to destroy it, we have to go get electric vehicles and solar panels, even though that is a freaking racket, that all they're doing is they're just taking every last dime they can from you uh-huh. and make you as broke as possible, need them more and, and more. Yeah,
0: you, so you, you have your handout to the government. All, and, and these these freaking kids, they don't realize it. So, you know, the, these kids, they like to run around and speak their opinion. And if you're not, blah, blah, blah. And they want all this stuff. They don't realize what they're about to give up, you know. Matt. Yeah, like you said, imagine not, you know, can't live the house. You can't do this. You can't do that. Well, and they got us where... The, if you even speak out about it or have a different opinion, that's false information and that's deemed dangerous. So they're already setting that stone in where getting people used to the idea that, you know, there's misinformation. If anybody has, is going against our Lord and Savior government, these guys are bad and we got to get rid of them and that's going to start weaning down so where you can't even... So you can't even have your own voice, you can't have your own life. You can't go anywhere. It's
1: it's kind of nuts to kind of
0: start thinking in the future.
1: Well, people anymore, they uh, you know they can't have any meaningful interaction with other people whose opinions are different than theirs. And, it's like this all or nothing. Like it's got to be this way or, or no the way. highway. Yeah. It's, and they get so angry that, like, they they just want you to, well, like, to go away forever.
0: Yeah, well, and I think our media has done such a good job at getting every point to be a, an emotional reaction, an emotional jerk to everything, somebody's a different opinion. Just like, well, let me give it a, an opinion. So, I saw this, I'm going to get into this now, so... Go get okay, into so it, man, go for it. I'm getting into it. So I heard on this week this weekend that um on a podcast at the down in Dallas, Texas, there was a, a strip club where drags dance and stuff like that, and I guess they had a field trip. I don't know. There were kids there. And these kids were uh
1: Okay, so it's a strip club where uh
0: trans or not trans drag queens go and dance so a
1: drag queen that's that's a, a man dressed up like a woman. woman okay yeah i don't know if they have a new name for him. i don't know those aren't I mean,
0: cakes it's, it's not cakes okay so i'm like and i'm hearing this story i'm like that has to be fake but i looked it up and that thing is real as day and I, and you know you see in this video these kids sitting there giving the, this guy or this drag queen money like they're getting a, a dance from this guy, sexualizing our kids. And they and in the backdrop, it says it won't lick itself and all this just <laughs> nasty. What, what these kids,
1: the hell? Are you kidding me, man? Uh, how kids, old were these kids? You know, probably
0: eight, nine years old. Oh, my god! Too young to even witness that. And I don't want to bash on you know the normal drag queens that you know go to adult vineyards and do that in front of
1: adults. Dude, when I was when I was that age, if I was like watching a movie or something, my parents and a titty came on the screen, I had to like cover my eyes and yeah, leave or the like, room.
0: Leave the room, or those movies don't even get played until you're <laughs> asleep. But you, every
1: once in a while, I get to you know, get a you know, I remember sneak a titty here and there. I was.
0: What was it It was at a friend's house and they had uh, American pie and I never would kind of like to try to stay up really late kind of act like we're sleeping until the parents went out you know you sleep you know sneak in the living room pop that thing and you just fast forward to the good <laughs> part but you know but these kids shouldn't be witnessing this dance because it's it's foul and disgusting I'm sorry and, and see seeing there there you go and then there's a good point right there is if you bring that up to a person, that's woke, they automatically just be like, "Oh, you're 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 a drag, you're queer, phobic, and right, you're some, some pho- type of phobia." Phobic. So just,
1: it's you having you have the hatred because you don't uh, agree with a guy dressed up like a, a whore dancing on a pole with a sign that says, "It won't lick itself," encouraging. A little kid give them money to to give them stripper tips.
0: It's and then, I can't believe we live in this clown world anymore,
1: it's, where people think that like that's that's okay or that's funny. Like like what did we say before. So it's like we're living in a in a simulation of South Park. Yeah, This is straight. Up. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. like the craziest shit you would see Frank and them do at the bar. That's happening in real life. Yeah. And being defended by by the woke people
0: because they they nailed it so perfect. So if you get in this conversation with one of those woke people and you and you the first words you're coming out of the your mouth, you're like, "I seen a drag queen," and they're the conversation's so said, over. Yeah, because over you said the words drag queen, drag queen, and and you know you look like a straight white male, and and they <laughs> see that and they're like. They explode. Their mind goes blank, and they start screaming till their faces turn red. It's like, no, we don't have a problem with a drag queen themselves. We have the problem that they're trying to sexualize and doing that in front of fucking kids.
1: Right? Why? And what's weird to me is how come children always have to be brought into in,
0: into something like this?
1: Into something that is like you're only doing it for the shock value anyway. Yeah. Like you're trying to rally up both sides. Right. And people are so like ingrained in like what's going on like right now. Don't get me wrong, right now is the most important time ever. Like I think so. Like right in in the moment that's really important to be able to be in the moment, you know, spiritually with you know with with your situation to be in the moment. That doesn't mean though that 20 years from that moment, you're not going to be different. You're not going to be a different person. People are constantly, you know, uh, evolving and, and, uh, you, you change. I mean, the person I am today at 44 years old is not the same person I was at 24 years old. Yeah. It's very, very different. You know, my 24 year old self and myself now, Probably wouldn't even get along that well <laughs> <laughs> to, if I'm being honest with you. So, yeah, and uh, so people are so quick to, like you said, they latch on to the, just that to words that you emotion. say, yeah, and it becomes very raw and they get so angry. Um, with that much anger, you know, and living your life with that much anger, you're, that's not good for you. No,
0: you, they, you got the you're, you're on a vibe. You're just fucking pissed. And you go on that social media shit and you see all them all them stupid conservative fuckwads saying stupid shit too and they're and they both got all these sides just on this fucking kill fucking vibration. Yeah. And nobody wants to talk to each other.
1: No, no. And that's that's like I was saying, you know, it's this uh this division and uh you know and and then getting on social media like saying shit that you would not say to a person's face cuz you're a keyboard commando.
0: Yeah, you're a fucking puss.
1: Yeah. And you know, uh you can
0: just run your mouth all you want.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and everyone's everyone's uh an expert and everyone's a professional like dude, nobody nobody really cares. No. Nobody really cares. Like go out be be like your true person be your true self put in the work put in the effort be nice to people
0: you know and
1: live your life and live and let live like you know i don't even care about how people feel like politically whether you're liberal or conservative that's not what i'm judging you on if you're a good person be a good person
0: because you know if you go through life thinking everybody should have the exact same opinion than than as you do you're not going to have a good life because everybody has a different opinion on everything. You got to right. have to just fucking wake up to the reality to that.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Like, whatever the hell you want to be.
0: But let's be kind to each other. Let's be cool. Be cool. All right.
1: That's a good spot to wrap all it up, but, D.
0: All right. Well, you know. Until next time, I guess.
1: Until next
0: time. Oh, wait. Before we... Go ahead. Should we give out our new email uh, address? Absolutely. So, me and Will, we came out with this good idea and it's in the works. So, her whole idea would be great if, you know, if people come start contacting us, telling us um, stories about, you know, an encounter with, you know, a ghost or an alien or, you know, has experienced something just odd to them or you just want to get something off your chest with this what's wrong with our society today and you know anything you want to talk about so we got an email right now we're kind of working on the phone number but our email is uh leveled heads 33 at gmail.com it would be awesome if you guys can email us stories and uh we'll talk about it on the podcast and you know if something really kind of piques our interest, we might get a hold of you.
1: Yeah. Send it over. Um yeah, we'd love to hear from uh, from any of you guys listening. Um and what else? So yeah, we'll definitely put the email in the show the show notes. Um you can listen to us uh wherever podcasts are served. If you could give us a rating, five stars would be nice uh leave us your opinions good or bad we don't care we'll take them and uh we just hope you enjoyed the show and we hope you keep on listening um until next time again uh, (laughs) be straight be gay be bi be a drag queen dancing on a pole just stay the fuck away from the kids that's all we ask
0: it's all we're asking
1: and be whatever color the rainbow you want to be it's all cool we're all human Be decent. All right, folks. Until next time. Peace.